it's Saturday and it's 100% uh, time to just be a spectator. The last few days have been so much fun. Winning Thursday was great. Yesterday was kind of a day to recuperate, uh, think about how the games went, and uh, actually put together a video, so publish that already. So if you haven't been to the CrossFit Games as a spectator, this is Vendor Village. It is huge and insane. It's a crazy amount of things happening all the time. Go ahead and stand, let's put those chairs off to the side and barbells. it's uh, time for triathlon training. I'm not following a training program. I may look one up to see if there's kind of a last 30 days before a half Ironman <laughs> triathlon, uh, but I'll have to check that out. I may even touch base with uh, a couple of experts to see what would be the best thing to do over the next 30 days. But what I do know is that I'm ready to move. It's really hard for me to not work out, to not move, to not do anything. So today's agenda, I'm gonna run five miles. <laughs> I just made that up in my head. I was thinking three to five. I'm gonna run five miles. I'm gonna come back and I'm actually just gonna do a little bit of a, a, a workout. I've got some goblet squats, some burpees, and some time on the ski erg just to get the blood flowing and make sure that I'm getting through full ranges of motion. I want to maintain that ability while I'm not doing really heavy crazy stuff on the CrossFit side of things right now. I'm already ready to get back to it but I do have a triathlon to train for so I'm gonna get running right now. route to Des Moines, Iowa. That's the next stop. What's in Des Moines, Iowa? Just a destination. A big lake that uh, we have to be staying at. And luckily, it looks like they're swimming there. Gotta get used to that water. It is very strange traveling without a specific purpose. Now it's just Iowa because that's where we're gonna live for a week. It's been about a week since the CrossFit Games ended for me as a master's athlete, and I've been reflecting on some things that went right. So I thought I'd share with you three things I did right leading up to or at 
like the CrossFit Games. Uh, and I'll share uh, a couple of things that I learned along the way as well, of course. So one of the things that went right was uh, I was well trained. I was well prepared for this. And I follow training consistently. I am uh, a Mayhem athlete, so I follow Mayhem. And whatever it says, I do. Like, it, if it's one session for the day, I do that. If it's two sessions, I do that. And I don't really deviate from that whatsoever. And I've really enjoyed having, like, subject matter experts as part of the Mayhem team. Bergner Strength uh, is helping us stay strong. Olympic lifting, like, all of that stuff is just built into it. Chris Hinshaw has aerobic capacity built into it. Again, whatever it says, I follow that. I actually ran into Chris Hinshaw uh, after the final uh, award ceremony at the Coliseum, and he was so cool. He like insisted on getting a picture with me and I, I shared with him how grateful I was for the aerobic capacity training that we've been doing for the past year because when it came to this run I was ready. That makes me think about being well trained makes us great for performance and it was something that I'm learning the more and more I compete the more I learned that my body when it's well trained can do things that I can't even imagine. You know if you were to tell me like hey Jason the only way you can win the four and a half mile run is to run a six minute and 40 second mile time for the entire thing. I, I don't run that fast. I don't run that fast when I'm testing a mile in training. Like that is a blistering pace for a guy like me. It's insane. But then when it came to that actual event at the games, three, two, one, go, I know my guys and I know that I want to win this event. So I had an idea of what my pace was going to be and how many and how quickly I was going to get around these laps. But what it came down to was this guy in front of me, Craig, I don't remember Craig's last name, but he was in front of me and I was not going to lose him. And what that meant was that we ended up running this ridiculously insane pace. It hurt, it was hard, and on the last lap, uh, he slowed down, I sped up, I finished, I won the race, it was fantastic. Afterwards, you know, all the guys are just going straight to ice baths, which is fine. So for me, I'm going to go get hydrated. So I'm going to go grab my recovery drink, and this is, this is the second idea. Uh, or the things I did right. I fueled appropriately for the games, leading up to the games, during the games, and at the games. It's really important to fuel appropriately while you're out there and hydrate appropriately. I'm just going to consider all that fuel. Guys are jumping into the tanks, and I know we have another event within, you know, two, two and a half hours. I just ran an insane four and a half mile sprint in my book, and my body feels okay. I drank one or two waters out on the field dump some water on my head to cool me down. Then when we went back, I go straight in, grab my recovery drink, which if you've watched my supplements video, you know my recovery drink is just water, vegetable glycerin, salt, sugar. I drink that because it is excellent for hyperhydration. Like it gets you hydrated fast. So I drink that and I know that recovery drink, um, you know, a nutritionist that I follow is called the People's Chemist. The guy is super opinionated. Years ago, he shared on YouTube or something this recovery drink and I've used it since then. It's uh, miraculous for me. It's the only recovery drink I've, I've ever used. It's amazing. After drinking that, I rested a couple of minutes, got on a bike, started to just kind of let my body cool down while I was on a bike, then back to my bag to grab another shaker bottle. This had just protein in it, you know, just whey protein and water, no big deal. Really, I needed to maintain protein throughout the day, but it was hard to eat. I was nervous, hard to eat. So just drinking more water in that protein drink for hydration and getting a little protein in my system to get me ready for the next event, which is gonna be outside in like two, three hours. Uh, as far as fueling overall, I, I hit my numbers and hit my macros 
every day if I can, as close as I can to make sure that my body is well-fueled, well-recovered, has all the fuel it needs. Between events, I would eat a mini lunch. Like I needed actual food in my system. And over the three days, it got harder and harder and harder to actually eat because I was just, you know, I was nervous and, and um, you know, kind of still in the zone, still in this focus zone where you're just not hungry when that's happening, but you have to eat. And I was talking with a competitor, you know, during the award ceremony, and I was like, I, I just couldn't eat. It was so hard. She's like, yeah, I was trying to jam food down into the system. And like, you're fighting this like battle between, you kind of want to throw it up, but kind of want to get it down, it was, but you have to eat. And so I fueled and hydrated. You know, before uh, each workout, I had little applesauce packs just to make life really simple. It's kind of my pre-workout. Like I'm not drinking shakers of pre-workout. Uh, I'm not taking caffeine pills or I don't know. There's some really weird stuff that people do. I like to try to keep it super simple. And I know that I'm gonna need some, some quick carbs. So uh, <laughs> applesauce, perfect. And I'm not gonna lie, I did have a small amount of gummy bears because they're just pure glucose. Uh, before a couple of the events. It just felt like I'm gonna need this for this event, pay attention to my body, and just do that. So, fueling well in training, or fueling well in competition, I'm gonna hit my macros every day. And in competition, I'm gonna try to do some of that during the day, most of it during the night, so my body is just ready. I'm gonna try to eat the same stuff that I eat in competition as I do when I'm training, because my body's just used to all of that. So consistent training, consistent eating was something else that I did right. And lastly, and this was kind of a new one for this year, I did a lot of training in uncommon situations, in unfamiliar situations. And I think that's an advantage. It gives me a sense of awareness, of spatial awareness, of what's going on around me. I think about, you know, trying to find a flat spot at an RV park to do back squats or snatch. I think about, you know, how much handstand walks I did with work gloves on, on gravel or on grass that was just uneven, so that when it came to doing handstand walks out on the turf grass, it was like luxurious. So easy. The handstand walk was a breather in the workout because it, I wasn't like trying to make sure I didn't put my hand down a hole somewhere or step on a rock with my hand. Also working out in unfamiliar boxes or gyms along the way. Every gym that I went to had a different style of bar or kind of a different looking weight plates, uh, a different bar, different rings, different rope. So I got to practice in lots of unfamiliar circumstances in order to be ready for whatever they give us at the games. And they give us the best equipment, the flattest ground. Uh, now. There was the one event that had double unders on the turf. I did not practice my double unders in grass. Never thought I would need to, but now we're gonna be adding that to the list of like, okay, sometimes I gotta do double unders in the grass to figure that out. And that was kind of a fun challenge. Now, one other bonus thing that I was thinking about, and here's something that I'm doing wrong and I'm going to fix, and I bet you're doing it wrong as well. Uh, the week before the games, I spent a lot of time at Big Dane CrossFit, and there were a ton of games athletes there. I bumped into Justin Medeiros, got a picture with him. You know, just the champ, it's no big deal. Brent Fikowski was there, um, Jeffrey Adler, uh, and a, a bunch of teams, These um, lots of names, lots and lots of people were there, it's just a few. What I noticed is their warm-up is lengthy and very intentional. I watched Jeffrey Adler, who's just a fit young guy, man, this guy can, lift so much weight. I watched his warm-up and he was deliberately warming up just his legs and his knees for like 10 minutes. Um, I also watched this team from Finland, uh, you know, do these Cossack squats with dumbbells on their hands and strict pressing in Cossack squats as part of their warm-up. 
they were drenched, drenched by the end of their warm-up. And that's one of the things that I've been uh, guilty of lately, just because it always feels like it takes so much time, is rushing through my warm-up, doing all the things I'm supposed to do as part of my warm-up, but really moving quickly through it so that I can just get this work done. And what I'm going to do now is just allow myself to have a little more breathing room in my warm-up. I'm gonna do everything I need to do to get warm for every movement so that I prevent injury. Um, you know, having a solid warm-up helps with that. It helps uh, just lubricate our joints and have us ready to perform at our best in training uh, and overall injury prevention. I just wanna make sure that I stay healthy uh, for the long haul. You know, I've got this really sore elbow, so the next few weeks kind of taking a break from anything that would cause this elbow to get angry. You know, my lower back is, is tight, it's fine, but there's some things that I could be doing in my warm-up to help ensure that I'm safe and injury-free for the long run. So that is one thing that I've been doing wrong. I've been hurrying through my warm-ups. So my advice to you and to me, take your time. Man, there is nothing wrong with sharpening the axe before you use it. Take the time to do it. It's super, super important. Those are my takeaways. Uh, the takeaway for you is this. Um, whatever you're doing, whether you're just starting out or you're an aspiring games athlete, consistent training, consistent nutrition, eating the right things, and putting yourself in situations that you're not super comfortable with, you know, maybe trying out a new gym or, or trying out a new workout area. These are things you can do to improve your life, whether you're looking to shed 20 pounds or looking to qualify for the 2022 CrossFit Games. Uh, these will definitely help. And if you need assistance, I'm here. I'm happy to help. Shoot me a message, leave a comment below. I'm happy to answer any and all of your questions because uh, I love this stuff. I love supporting you guys. I love having dialogue with you guys. And thank you to every one of you that came to say hi to me at the Games this year. It was super fun to meet a lot of you in person. 